moments will be lost in time. Like tears. film runners hello Hi. wait are we that or are you talking to anyone listening yeah that was kind of weird i think that's the first time you've referred to us as <laughs> i don't i don't like I refer, that i refer to us as the film runners in like text do you like when i'm promoting the show i'm like the film runners watch the ambulance i don't like when you say it <laughs> yeah don't say it it sounds weird okay, but i can it. still write it yeah, yeah. go ahead <laughs> i see it we don't read yeah <laughs> That's, oh, that's rude. You don't see it. That's rude. <laughs> Just write it in your oh, you caught that. diary and then we won't be able to read it. <laughs> that's where this podcast gets the most play. In your diary? <laughs> yeah. Diary? <laughs> it's where some of the best reviews of this show are written. Some of. <laughs> yeah. It's a solid three out of five show in Billy's diary. I know when I'm not proud. I get it. And uh, uh, speaking of things not to be proud of, <laughs> the ambulance. <laughs> that was rude. Yep, the ambulance is the movie that I chose. Yeah. Uh, Would you like to explain why? Yeah, because I saw it, um, I think in November, in October or November, uh, for the first time. And it was so crazy. I was like, oh, I got to get these guys to watch it. <laughs> I and I I never even heard of it, even though I really like uh, Larry Cohen, the guy who wrote and directed it. Um, and it's so funny because it has elements in it that I was like that seem very obvious for it to be sort of a popular cult film, like right. the actors that are in it, the storylines that are in it, um, just the sh- weird shit that happens. But uh, again, I really only ever heard of it like a few months ago for the first time, so I chose it. And made you guys watch it. <laughs> I think that's fair. That's a really fair reason to choose this movie, actually, because it is batshit insane. Uh-huh. But like, and I'm not, and uh, I didn't choose it as a as a here's a crazy, awful movie you guys have to watch because I do actually enjoy it. Like, hmm. if I watched it and I didn't that, that's like what it, I, meant. Like, I wouldn't. It's, have, yeah, you. It goes so far, like it it cycles back. Mm-hmm. So the movie is the ambulance came out in 1990 and it's about a uh a coked out street harasser who (laughs) (laughs) target one day one day falls ill and is picked up by an ambulance one of those old-timey ghostbusters-esque ambulances and she's never seen from again he can't find her at any hospitals then he goes on this big mission to try to track her down and meanwhile the ambulance is going out and and getting other people and it's uh there's a whole conspiracy behind it and lots of other crazy shit happens that i'm sure we will get into (laughs) but that's the basic premise i'm really glad that that's how you described his character (laughs) (laughs) 
he just from the opening of the movie he just comes on so incredibly strong yeah like he's a mix between he's very he very much seems like one of those pickup artist guys because a lot of it and i'm sure it's just regular eric Robic, roberts being very coked up but it's there's a lot of like <laughs> a lot of loud and fast talking and like touching forearms and waving your hands like he's doing street magic when he's talking to people and, and it's very <laughs> disconcerting like it's very uncomfortable and i didn't like it no, no i definitely agree with you and that whole first interaction it's such a weird interaction to base the movie around because when she like faints and is taken away by the ambulance i was literally like oh my god she had to fake fainting to get away from this guy and then like give the hospital a fake name when he continues to try and find her that's basically you could read the movie it, uh, up until the first scene where the doctor comes in and talks to her and you realize oh she was taken you could totally yeah. read it as her having faked her name and the movie just becomes a standard thriller where he like obsessively tracks her down and <laughs> revenge on her. um i thought the actress who played cheryl i believe right um she did damn she tried her hardest to seem sort of reluctantly charmed by eric roberts i thought she tried really hard to sell it as not creepy but it still came off as creepy when he's harassing like he buys her a walkman and i I fucking hate eric roberts so much (laughs) (laughs) like i i'm i'm gucci with him and like everything at this i'm like why why are you why are you touching a woman who doesn't want to be touched by you? Why are you doing this? Stop. Like I And then I just stopped writing notes and I couldn't look yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I watched it, when uh cuz it oh, it basically opens with him and his friend walking out of uh Marvel Comics, which is where <laughs> they work for some weird reason. <laughs> Uh, what? Yeah, what? Like, why is that his job? Who hired him? He doesn't. The like... only way that that makes sense is if this was based on a true story. <laughs> exactly, it added nothing to it. <laughs> if this was based on a true story, like maybe you could say it adds a vibe to it, as if because an ambulance that abducts people to do experiments on them is a very old EC Comics kind of story. Yeah, but it isn't. And it doesn't really have that vibe, so it's pointless. You're right. Unless this were a true story, it makes no sense for him to have worked at Marvel Comics. Also, can I add, once she goes missing and he's trying to track her down and he draws a picture of her, a big... And then he keeps... He He gets, like, ever-increasing size. (laughs) Yeah, like this, he's sitting, eating lunch with a huge picture of, like... A, dr- a drawing of a woman and it's not like a photorealistic drawing but he keeps going up to people and asking if they've seen this yeah, he's like scott pilgrim have you seen a girl with hair like this yeah it's crazy um so yeah as soon as he comes one of the first things you see in the entire film is eric roberts hair and it blew my mind the first time i saw it, it has like three different levels it's like uh, it's it's crazy <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's you know it's it's like business in the front, party in the back, and then an after party. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's accurate. Why? <laughs> and I feel like everything we discuss has to begin with that. But okay, why is it so shameful to have diabetes in this movie? And why does everybody have it? Yo, for real. <laughs> Seriously, it's like everybody that like gets picked up by an ambulance yeah. has diabetes, and it's like wait. It's like wait. Does the world, does this world have diabetes? Do you diabetes? mean that you, like, yes, what? I have diabetes. 
Like, are you one cookie away from diabetes in this? Like, I don't get it. Did Eric Roberts have diabetes? No. I think he's the one man who didn't. Like, it's an the I only Am man, legend, but yeah. with diabetes. It is, it is crazy that there are just, there's so much stuff going on because experimenting on people with diabetes to cure diabetes is like its own sort of storyline, but it barely gets any play at all. Like, the reason why they're being abducted has no bearing at all on the film itself and is barely ever mentioned because there's just so much other stuff happening. It's actually really sad that we didn't get to see a lot more of the hospital scenes. And the doctor. The soap opera doctor? I really like the doctor. I really like the doctor. I was like rooting for the doctor for some reason. I was just like, you're like the most compelling character in this. I, Him and Sandy. I 100% <laughs> agree. Because the doctor is played by Eric Braden, who plays Victor on Young and the Restless. I was gonna and... say he is actually a soap <laughs> yes. opera doctor, right? Yeah, he's. A, I love Eric Braden. I love Young and the Restless, and I love Victor. So I was a huge fan when he popped up. I was like, oh, I love this. Uh, my favorite line of his was the, "I'm sorry, but I just like to touch human skin through a surgical glove. That's all." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's fine then. It is weird for a doctor to apologize that he's using gloves, right? <laughs> like, you don't need to explain that. Like, that wasn't the part I have a problem with. Yeah, the being abducted thing, that's the his, weird thing. His reason is the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst reason to be wearing gloves. Yeah. Um, and Stan Lee is in this movie, which uh, places it firmly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. <laughs> who, who is Stan Lee playing? Stan Lee. Marvel. <laughs> A Marvel editor. Yeah. It would be great if he was playing Jack Kirby. Oh, wow. Uh, people got real at that moment. I apologize. <laughs> I was just thinking that would be very disrespectful because they, they were they were right? on the edge for a long while. But it, it was cool that it was here. It did add to the verisimilitude of the thing. Verisimilitude? Sure. Yeah. It looked, yeah. Yeah. It felt real. Sure. Okay. But again, he didn't need to work at Marvel, so I don't know why they needed it to be... <laughs> Like, why they were My like, favorite we thing is that, here. like, uh, Eric Roberts is, like, going crazy looking for this woman, and Stan Lee is like, uh, you know, you kind of gotta focus on your job while you're here. <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee has, like, three or four lines in the movie. One of them is about how, oh, you should be doing your job. The rest are about, like, oh, that lady you're looking for is pretty odd. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all he gets None to do None of us do movie. a good impression of Stan Lee. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I've seen him act. He doesn't even do a good impression of Stanley. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's fine. Um, and then, so, another huge part in the movie, sort of. Not really. This movie goes through sections like crazy. It's like an onion. It keeps tossing away later. The thing is, I don't even know what you're going to bring up next, because there's right? just so much more left to go. James Earl Jones <laughs> as the, the police officer that... Uh, that uh what's his name eric roberts but what's mm -hmm. josh we'll call him eric roberts that eric yeah, roberts we all know there. who it is it's eric <laughs> it's, roberts yeah it's eric he, roberts. famed he goes... marvel comics artist eric roberts <laughs> exactly <laughs> slash street magician um he goes to james Earl jones who is playing an insane person um who had a previous mental breakdown or a heart attack or what did he have i think it was a mental breakdown <laughs> yeah I think, was he like a conspiracy theorist? Kind, kind of? of. He was like, 
nuts too because he was paranoid schizophrenic yes. like not paranoid schizophrenic but like he was <laughs> yes he was exactly that. <laughs> yeah he was uh because also um sandy right the other cop yeah. she was sort of like his minder <laughs> like yeah. it was as if james Earl jones had been kicked off the force for going insane but they still let him come in occasionally yeah and then she just had to look after him <laughs> so they were it. like that's pretty much what happened so they were like, yeah, Eric Roberts, uh, go show him your giant picture. <laughs> and James Earl Jones was like, well, I see girls like that all the time. Uh, one thing about a woman, they always show back up again. <laughs> Which is obviously not true. He says that. He says, he one thing about women, they always turn up. <laughs> women go missing all the time. It's a thing. It's terrible. He's not a good boy. He's like, the, he is the chief Wiggum of this universe. Just crimes yeah. will solve themselves. And I like at the end of that scene after Eric Roberts is telling him, like, oh, she's missing, and he doesn't really give him any good advice. Then he's like, can I draw you? And James Earl Jones is like, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> no, he, he, he said, can I draw for you, right? Not just, can I draw you? Oh, okay. Yeah. But why did, what was he going to draw? me like one of your French girls. <laughs> it doesn't even make it better. What was he going to draw for him? <laughs> the ambulance. Oh, Okay. That would have helped so much. This makes much. a lot more sense. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's drawing out the ambulance, and James Earl Jones is like, oh, that looks like an old ambulance. Okay, for some reason I missed that, and I thought he was just going to sit there and draw James Earl Jones, <laughs> and James Earl Jones is going to be fine with it. No, he wouldn't, because modern comics are too weird. They scare him. It makes the kids whacked out of their fucking minds, according to him. Yeah. Uh, he was... I, I'm just going to say it right now. I think he was my favorite character in the movie. Yes. Definitely the most likable. <laughs> yeah. He he was, uh, yeah, he was my favorite too. I also, I did enjoy Sandy a lot, the cop who's his, like, caretaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually is literally the only person who, like, calls out Eric Roberts for being a creep when he's telling her, like, oh, I met her on the street. And Sandy's like, maybe she just wanted to get away from you for being a fucking weirdo. And he's like, yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> But then he creeps on her, I feel like too. She lo- yeah, like, yeah, she loses points yeah. in the end. It totally takes a flop. Like, I <laughs> yeah. thought the movie was yeah. over, and then we get, like, another act. <laughs> I also thought she was going to kill, like, Cheryl in the last scene. Because I was like, are you going to kill him for, are you going to kill her for Eric Roberts? Is that, is that the end goal? Is that your end goal? Like, when she, you want him that When bad? she walks into the room, you thought she was going to, like, put a pillow over <laughs> Cheryl's head? <laughs> Yeah, because she came in and she like immediately ducked down and I was just like, are you going to put an air bubble in like her thing? What is what is wrong with you? Eric Roberts isn't that. No. Why would you do that to yourself? But she did it to herself anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, another thing. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I, I just looked at my notes for later on in the movie and one of my notes is just all caps. Horses inside? What? <laughs> Yeah, so this is what I had a question about, because I think you're talking about, are you talking about when I was with the roommate to try to find Cheryl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they show up at the barn, basically, stables or whatever, but um, but the roommate says, oh, Cheryl used to, she'd work here on weekends because the tips were great or whatever, and I thought it was a bar, <laughs> but it's a stable, like she goes into the <laughs> stable part, and it's a stable, <laughs> like I don't, are there good tips at a stable? depends on what you're doing that's what i i don't know what was cheryl doing was she putting shoes on the horses was she uh what what are what's the name of that the people who put shoes on horses a blacksmith no shoe smith no 
horseshoe I bet -er. that's what it's called. I bet it's called a horseshoer. It it's called being shod is when a horse gets their shoes on. But I don't know what the person So you do shoddy work. <clears throat> Billy. Ah. Well clearly she doesn't if she's making oh tons God. of tips, enough tips to like work there on the weekend. Anyway, that's very <laughs> weird that that happened. Um, before we get too far away from the police in in, in this movie, uh, Incha, what did you think of <laughs> Detective Jughead, who apparently, I hear, looks exactly like Jughead? Oh, you mean that cop that looks nothing like Jughead? Yeah, 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 him, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like I don't know, like, I don't, I don't get it. I was like... I was trying to find the joke. I didn't get it joke. either. I was like... I was trying so hard to find the joke. I was just like... It, what what part of him looks like Jughead? The nose doesn't even look no, like Jughead. No, he wasn't like wearing a tiny crown or anything. Right? I want, like, wear a beanie or, like... I don't... What, what was... I don't It's understand. like they couldn't... They didn't have time to cast someone who looked like Jughead. And they didn't have time to change the joke. But they just kept it anyway. And it's like, why wouldn't you change it to Mr. Weatherby or something? Because that's what he looked like. Or, all you needed to do is have him be like, I look nothing like Jughead. Like, have him react in a comical way. Yeah. I mean, he kind of... Maybe like 30 years ago, he funny. looked like Jughead. But that doesn't explain why people randomly <laughs> meet him now and are like, hey, you look just like Jughead. I would also say, like, maybe take a Marvel character and apply it to him. because. Eric Roberts works at Marvel? Because I was this, like, Archie character? Where, where, did, where yeah. does this come from? They should have they should have been like, like you ju look just like Banshee. <laughs> just... <laughs> just like Silver Surfer. Reminds me of the time when uh, you asked us what our perfect X-Men team would be, and when we got to you, you said yours would just be five beak. <laughs> when was this? <laughs> It was back when you, when you and Aaron were living together. Oh, mine would be five beaks. <laughs> <laughs> so then Eric Roberts gets poisoned, which is an incredibly <laughs> ridiculous scene that goes on way too long. Did he get poisoned or did he like just drink some bad milk? It was because that's what. Oh, it was that all a dream? It, it was some. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been anything. We have no indication to know whether Eric Roberts is acting insane, dreaming, or poisoned. It's all pitched the exact same. There's literally <laughs> no way to tell the difference. So it could have been any of them. Uh, but he ends up at a real hospital, and he gets committed, I guess, for some reason, for just freaking out in his apartment lobby, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then he meets, yeah. uh, he meets uh, Red Buttons, <laughs> Elias. <laughs> Which is another strange addition to this Which film. Which I think, that's what derails this movie into utter madness. Did, do, we, did either of you know Red Buttons? Like in person? Or like had ever heard of him before? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was in uh, the Poseidon Adventure. He was in, uh, he had a story arc on ER. <laughs> he was in a bunch of movies. I only know of him <laughs> from, uh, from the Gary Shandling show. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's a, like a story arc, I think at the end of the first season, where Gary Shandling's like, and now I'm quitting the show, goodbye, and it just becomes like the Red Buttons show. Oh, that's funny. And <laughs> then Gary comes back and wants the show and everything, but just such an odd little vaudevillian man. You're saying Red Buttons has never been on an episode of The Muppet Show? Oh, I'm not gonna say <laughs> life on that. Also, he did a rat. He did a 
He did a Rankin Bass movie. Oh, yeah. Which one? Hold on. Let me find it. Might again. be Red Skeleton mm-hmm. you're thinking of. Nope. Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. That was Red Buttons. I take it back. I mm-hmm. love Red Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I love Red Buttons, too. I don't know so much if I loved Elias, but in general, I love Red you Buttons. Don't, you don't <laughs> think Red Buttons belongs in a thriller? Uh, not so much, really. You know what? Actually, I, would, I disagree. I think he does belong in a thriller because he's in uh, The Poseidon Adventure and I love that movie to death. So he does belong in thrillers. However, this was not a noting, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's odd just how he goes into like little vaudeville skits, like when Red Buttons is breaking Eric Roberts out of yeah. the hospital. And he's like, oh, I loved it. She cooked for me every day. She folded my clothes. I should have married her. It's hard for me to blame him. He does exactly what they must have asked him to do. <laughs> and he does it. Fine. Yes, he does a perfect <laughs> impression. Um, whether they should have asked him is the question. And I think there's very obvious answer. No, they shouldn't have. Especially because, so he shows up in the movie, and they already introduced and barely developed a previous totally insane character by a well-known actor, James Earl Jones, and then they kill James Earl Jones off because they get red buttons. And it's like, couldn't they condense that a little bit? Like, especially because they developed that, um... James Earl Jones' character already had a nervous breakdown. Maybe he breaks down again mm. and starts believing Eric Roberts, and then they team up like he and Elias did. Plus, it makes more, se- more sense that James Earl Jones would get kidnapped instead of Elias, because James Earl Jones looks like he has diabetes. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think they could have condensed the characters. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm wrong. Red Buttons is, way, is a lot bigger than James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we're picking up on, their difference in weight. Jesus! Oh, um, in the hospital is when I think I first noticed that Eric Roberts responds to everything that's said to him with cool. Not, not cool, just him going cool. He's got a lot of ticks in the list. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it felt very... Like, when was that? This was 1990, right? I feel like no one spoke that way outside of 1990. I'm not even sure if they did in 1990. You know, it's... Uh, speaking of James Earl Jones, by the way, uh, it's pretty badass that it, he takes a knife to the chest and he still has to get hit by a car to die. <laughs> That was my favorite death of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And he's just laying on the ground, eyes wide open, chomping gum until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost like you don't want him to be killed off, but because he did it with such style, it's like, all right, well, yeah. you earned that. I just wanted him to come back again later. Like, you can't take yes, me. That would have been amazing if he showed up in the final act with, like, tire marks across his chest and yeah. a knife sticking out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Roberts just turns to him, I thought you were dead. I thought you were a real cop. Best line reading at the end there. Yeah, Eric Roberts. Uh, he's a gift. I do, I do like him in general. No. Uh, here, he was, I don't know. Like, like most things in the movie, going for a little too much, maybe. Which is admirable, but uh, maybe not successful. Here's a question. Do you think Josh Baker was coked up, or was Eric Roberts coked up? Oh, that's a good question. You think it's a choice, maybe, that he made. He was like, I think 
It might be. Because he's, you know, he's staying <laughs> up. He's Because like if this was Eric Roberts nowadays, there's no question. But Eric Roberts then? Like, you're t- I, I feel no, like no, no, no. he you're was You're telling still... me in 1990 Eric Roberts wasn't doing coke? Billy, I have a bridge to sell. <laughs> but I see your point that... Like, this is Eric Roberts' prime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which means he has a lot more money to blow on cocaine. <laughs> What's the best Eric Roberts? I'm just, now that we're on Eric Roberts, like, where where can we look to Eric Roberts to actually, like, say look at him and say, you deserve all you have because of this? Uh, you looked at Julia Roberts. You're not um, wrong. He was great in Star 80. He was in that, right? Runaway Train. He was good in the L Word. He was just, he was just good in the L Word. He was in, like, two episodes. That's all I needed. Did he play a lesbian? No, he played the father of a lesbian. Oh. And he was good, though? He was good in it? He had, like, three lines. I was fine oh. with him. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of just in the background of some scenes. No, he had, like... He was a legit character. You said he had three that lines. <laughs> he sold it with three lines. There were three monologues. That's how good camera. he was. That's how good he was. <laughs> he shows up in a lot of straight-to-DVD action movies yeah. these days. Hey, and I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna admit... I, I wouldn't be mad if he turned up in Doctor Who again. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was in Doctor Who, wasn't he? He was the master. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that? I completely... That, that... I think I just kind of replaced him. In the eighth Doctor TV movie, Eric Roberts played the I master. I replaced him with somebody else because I don't remember that at all. What if he played it like That's... this guy? Like uh, Josh or whatever his name is. <laughs> I would remember that more. Yeah. <laughs> Coked up, touching women. That's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in the Dark Knight, wasn't he? Was, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was middle. good in that too. He was a he was a little yeah. bit of a caricature. Yeah, I, that's him. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Good point. He points. did what he had to do. You know what? <laughs> that movie had really good um, crime bosses. Uh, I can't remember the name of the actor who played the Russian guy, but he's very good. He shows up in a bunch of stuff. He was in Creed, I believe. Um, and um, uh, Michael Michael J. White was Gamble in it. Mm, yeah and eric roberts a lot of really good crime and uh uh william fincher in the beginning of the film william fitchner yeah oh i love him he needs eric roberts needs to play more crime yes yeah i really like him as a crime boss yeah he's good see eric roberts appreciation station over here (laughs) what did both of you think of the ambulance itself um very cool looking simple and cool like just popping green lights in the back made Mm -hmm. like a very um, standard-looking thing, um, eerie. See, I thought it made it look eerie in a Mr. Boogity way. Yeah. In that it was, like, <laughs> <Jesus>. like dumb <laughs> and awful. Doing? Like, like, really stupid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, literally that. Really stupid. But then, at the end of the movie, when we're in the club, and then, like, we're showing, like, the people dancing, and it just cuts to the ambulance in the club. I thought that was so nice that they let the ambulance chill out in the nightclub. Right? <laughs> they, right? That they park it right in the middle of the nightclub. It also made sense then. It's like, oh, so those big, like, gaudy neon lights are just because it's, like, a prop in a club. That makes sense to me. There you go. I didn't even think of that connection, but yeah, it's true. I thought it was hilarious that the ambulance is just <laughs> sitting there in the middle of the nightclub. Um, speaking of that part, you know who I really liked in this movie? And apparently it was his first movie because he got an introducing credit. Uh, Nick Chinland, who he played one of the he played the guy who pretended to be the cop. OK. One of the ambulance oh, driver good. people. 
Um, yeah, the one who like who killed that nurse, right? Yeah, he uh, he pops up in a lot of stuff, and I love him in uh, like he played Donnie Faster in um, a couple X Files episodes. He was in Con Air. He plays like a creepy villain in tons of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and he was really good, like instantly really good. I was shocked that this was like apparently his first movie because instantly he was like as good as I've seen him in other stuff. But I also recognized him from other stuff, so maybe I took notice of him more. <laughs> but, but I did enjoy it. I enjoyed him, and I was, I'm glad. He must have gotten noticed off of this, <laughs> of this, this blockbuster. So I got a question. What did you guys think of the whole bit with the gang of street toughs <laughs> who attack Eric Roberts? I like the main one. <laughs> the main one? I really don't. I, I can't. I don't. I like that they beat up Eric Roberts. I did like that. I enjoyed... They also talk shit about Eric Roberts' face, (laughs) which is like... Which is odd, because he has a distinctive face, but I never would have thought of it as, like, mangled or anything. But they definitely, they definitely, like, put a lampshade on it. I was like, okay, I didn't need that, but I guess I appreciate it. And he... Well, first of all, he almost gets run over, like, eight times at that junkyard when he's looking around there and then he gets attacked by the street toughs and then he the ambulance <laughs> the bad ambulance comes to get him and then he eggs the street yeah, toughs like, on he, to like, beat up the street gang on the ambulance drivers yeah i actually really like that that was actually really clever <laughs> i like that i did and the ambulance drivers take out the street gang <laughs> i really enjoyed that part though i thought it was very funny like yeah is yeah I think that was like the funniest part of the movie yeah. without going over and being absurd. Because even like when like Eric Roberts is getting willed into the back, he's just like, "You guys, <laughs> yeah, like worst gang ever." <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It is, was funny. Is it was that when yeah. he starts rolling to freedom. Yes, afterwards he rolls out, mm-hmm, and yeah. <laughs> so when he so he's in the back of the ambulance, the ambulance is driving away. He manages to kick the door open, and he rolls out in the middle of the busy street. And at the end of it, it reminded me, have you guys seen the movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris? No. Well, there's a part in that where his character gets injured. It's actually pretty funny. (laughs) Where his character gets injured, he's put in an ambulance, and then the ambulance is driving away, and it's in the snow, and it, like, hits a tree. And his stretcher flies out, and he goes up a ramp, and he lands, like, face down on the ice as a big joke. (laughs) But then that literally happens in this movie. Like he hits a bunch of garbage and flips over on it on his face while he's strapped to a stretcher. And it's like, that would kill you, right? I mean, he was going pretty fast and he landed and like dragged on his face, I think. But he was fine. And plus his face just looks like that anyway. So yeah, so doesn't matter. As the gang yeah, already it's not really out. that much damage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he eggs the, uh, my favorite line reading from Eric Roberts is when he gets the gang to beat up the ambulance attendees is when he's like um hey guys know what's in that ambulance drugs (laughs) (laughs) he's like needles needles tons of needles you don't even have to share them anymore i'm like yeah it's great that was the best yeah i love that part i actually really (laughs) yeah i did too it's great it's it's objectively the best scene in the movie that doesn't feature james earl jones oh yeah yeah i'd go that far so then um (laughs) Then he gets chased by the people, and then he's like, he's back at the police headquarters, and Jughead and Al Neary from Godfather <laughs> are keeping him there. But then Sandy does investigating, and she tracks down the ambulance and 
where the doctor has all his diabetes victims. <laughs> I have a yeah. question. So, you know how, like, we get to that crime... Okay, we get to the crime scene thing where, like, the lady's, like, under a bottle of leaves and her legs yeah. are poking out. And they were just like, yeah, you the saw the Cuban guy, guy or the Puerto Rican guy who did it, right? Did they do it? I don't know. I don't know the, where... Because the cops... Because the cops were, like, super, like, yeah, 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 you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me who it is, right? We're gonna, we're gonna work on this together, we're gonna, we're gonna do, like, I'm like, you did it! <laughs> you think the cops did it, is what you're saying. I think you the think cops Jughead, did it, You think Jughead, like, strangled yeah. the lady. <laughs> I don't look like Jughead! <laughs> well, he sure hates women like Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it looks like <laughs> You know, it's possible. The I have the it. cops probably did do it. This was nineteen yeah. nineties in New York. The cops absolutely killed that lady. <laughs> <laughs> they were all like standing there, like they just did it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all, why Robert... else would they be there around the dead body? <laughs> and then Eric Roberts. Because no one was making no one was making a commotion about it. The, their sirens weren't even on. <laughs> they were just like. They just were looking at the body in a pile of leaves, like, yeah, we covered this up real <laughs> Like, they kicked a bunch of leaves over top of the body. The whole police squad, they're like, yeah, we covered this up. And then Eric Roberts fucks it up by running into their crime scene. No, Eric, and then they're less like, yeah, that Cuban guy just ran that way. You're gonna tell me that that's that Cuban guy, right? And he's just like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, the cops did it. Okay, did you it. convinced me. I agree. Yeah, I, I believe it now. It's, <laughs> a whole... it's a better reading of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Because without that, I don't know why the dead body is... The whole, the whole movie is about not trusting authority. You can't trust doctors, you can't trust cops. But you can trust in Marvel Comics! <laughs> so, after the big thing at the nightclub and the ambulance escapes and they go upstairs and they, like, rescue the people, the ambulance person pretending to be a cop is there, and then he takes, uh... Who does he take hostage? Is it Sandy? No. Was that? Oh, was that the same? Was that the same ambulance yeah. guy? Yeah, I think I think it was All Sandy. Those ambulance guys. Yeah, yeah. And Sandy. then uh, Elias saves them by throwing piss at the cop. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, he had a bedpan. Yeah, he throws a bedpan full of piss at the cop. Did she? Did she throw it? Or did, you know what? Elias I'm throws there. it. I can't. I can't. Be because <laughs> okay. he throws it, and the guy's like, "Oh shit!" And then Elias is like, "No piss!" And then he hits him with the bedpan. <laughs> Does a vaudeville act. <laughs> understand why that guy even like spoke up because everyone there thought he was an actual cop to the point where like they have to keep explaining well he's not a real cop like he could have just walked out yeah he was doing fine without them because then he's like you guys are gonna walk me out of here all right but he was doing fine like even when they saw his piss covered body on the ground the other cops were like hey that's a cop you guys talk to cops <laughs> They're like, no, it's not a cop. <laughs> Elias is victim. And then, so here's a question. So after that happens, and they're like, they get to go home, and they're coming straight from the crime scene, but for some reason, Eric Roberts and Sandy are in a limo? Fancy crime scene. Why did they take the limo I I... from the crime scene to Eric Roberts' house? It's probably to say sorry for killing the woman, Eric Roberts having to be there for so the time. So the NYPD treated him. They, they were in a nightclub. Maybe they just had limos around? Maybe. But you'd think a taxi would be cheaper, surely. <laughs> Just because Look, it's there doesn't mean... he's been through. He deserves it. I mean, 
<laughs> and then sorry. also i love how like sandy gets yeah ran over. well that's yeah when they get out of the limo it shows up again like jaws the ambulance just takes Sandy, and i thought she was dead when i first yeah, watched same. it because it like hit also her. was she was the was the ambulance on it the was side they didn't even know her. it hit yeah. her <laughs> you need to work those camera angles out a little like bit have better. some peripheral i thought she was a cop and she can't even notice an ambulance coming at her at like 60 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> and um, then also kind of hits Eric Roberts. And the doctor is like laughing his ass off like, I'm going to kill you in the behind the wheel. And then Eric Roberts convinces it to like smash through a wall to get him. And then it goes flying off a cliff and blows up, <laughs> which is hilarious. It'll be back. <laughs> and then somebody... It's sad because somebody says to Eric Roberts after the ambulance almost hit him, like, just hold on, I'll call you an ambulance. And he's like, fuck you to that guy. <laughs> it's like, that guy doesn't know your story, pal. Right? Like, rude, yeah, dude. It's very rude. Very uncalled for, Eric Roberts. Oh, I also had a question. So Cheryl was the girl from the beginning, right? I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. it was showing when she first got picked up, and then the first scene where we see the doctor and her interacting, it shows the computer monitor with her stats on it. And under ethnicity, it said Asian. <laughs> and she isn't, right? Janine Turner, this lovely, fresh-faced Lincoln, Nebraska native, was born to stalwart Texans Turner and Janice Gaunt. I mean, did they ever get... Did we ever get her last name? You think she was playing an Asian lady? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, cause like she kept saying it and I thought. She I kept know. saying she was Asian? <laughs> no, she, no, she kept saying like her, like she kept saying oh. her last name and like he wasn't getting it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I doubt it though. She looks she, she she very light. <laughs> but uh, why would they include that insert shot into it where it showed? Maybe it was somebody else's and they just wheeled it in. Maybe. Maybe. Like, here, we'll make her think we're tracking her stats. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put somebody else's up there. Um, the roommate, her roommate, got a pretty sweet deal at Eric Roberts. Other than, I think she died, didn't she? Yeah, wasn't, yeah, wasn't she what, like, the body? Were we not concerned about the roommate anymore? Was, was she, she the body? She might have been the body. The cops killed her, is what you're saying. Yeah, I prefer, no, I, pre- I prefer her not being the body, because I'm like, why would the cops kill her? I don't know where, I don't know what happened to her. But she ended up getting a pina colada, a shrimp cocktail, and a steak dinner at Eric Roberts, so that was pretty sweet. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> she got to see a bunch of horses turn into an ambulance, so. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that didn't happen, but. No, I read that scene. Yeah. <laughs> was she the body? I don't think no. she was the body. So what was the body then? I mean, it might have been just the fact that I we hadn't seen her in a while, and then there was a body, and I'm like, okay, well, she's someone who's disposable within this narrative. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, sh- like, I, I, I was kind of pretty convinced that, like, no one cared about her. Should have been, like, an after credit sequence when we just, like, saw her being like, oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe there is an after credit for the body. Yeah, she turns the lights on, and Stanley is sitting in her living room with an eye patch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, true believer. <laughs> the ambulance cinematic universe. It's a what if story, but aren't they all? <laughs> Who the hell was Patty? Patty. Maybe Patty was. Maybe Patty was the body. Poster for this movie, something else. Is it? 
Well, I mean, it's 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 your classic three heads, but it's got it's got a nice deep violet night sky. It's got the ambulance creeping in the corner, and it's got a great facial expression from James Earl Jones. <laughs> Good. Uh, the f- five minutes after he fell in love, she vanished in the thin air. This <laughs> Eric Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted when she approached him, or when he came up to her in the hospital, for her to be like, I- I'm sorry, who are you? You know, I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Can you please just call my boyfriend? <laughs> I bought you a Walkman. I love the reveal of the boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, why, why shouldn't she have a boyfriend? We know nothing about her. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. He was such an asshole in that scene. Well, like, he was... Oh, I guess I should have left you to die. Well, he was nice... I thought he was fine, not nice, but he was like, did what a normal human should do to her in the room with her. I say room, but here's the issue. He goes out from the curtain and then immediately starts screaming about the fact that she has a boyfriend. And it's like, homie, she can hear you. She's right there. But he gets uh, he gets to hook up with the cop, so. Did, did not earn that at all. Not really. He didn't earn any of the women that were in no. this film. All he earned was a nice gurney ride down a busy street. Yeah, and he probably should be fired, I would imagine. Yeah, I was wondering about his job for some reason, because I'm just like, I'm pretty sure at Marvel Comics, if you don't show up the next day, you're fired. Oh, I laughed so hard when James Earl Jones was like, I hope you have good health insurance, and it's like, oh, he's freelance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, comics. Well, he need they needed him there. They needed him to do the twelfth variant cover that they needed for that issue of Spider-Man. <laughs> it was the nineties. It was. Everything needed to be Everyone was hot for spawn. Well, have you seen that cod piece? <laughs> They're making a new spawn movie. Are they? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they can. But Blumhouse is uh, producing it. But okay. but Todd McFarlane is writing and directing it, so... <laughs> could be worse. Could, could be Seth McFarlane. So. That's, that's a good point. There is a chance, who knows, maybe Todd McFarlane will be like Clive Barker, where he... But Clive Barker is also, you know, a great author and then ended up being a great writer and director, whereas Todd McFarlane is, you know, a decent artist. He's also writing more Spawn. Like, more comics? yeah. Are we really like he we has to like that point? Are we to the '90s nostalgia? Are we already? I guess we are, aren't we? Oh, we're we're watching. Yeah, we're kind of deep. We're kind of deep in. So I would yeah. say we're pretty peak '90s nostalgia. <laughs> we're we're gonna have a Venom movie soon, and we're gonna have Cable in a movie soon. So yeah, we are. I'm excited for Venom. Yeah, yeah, I love Tom Hardy. I'm glad he's doing his the drop accent in. I was that was what I I was excited to find out. Anytime there's a new Tom Hardy movie, what I'm most excited about is to find out what voice he's going to give us. <laughs> right, it's a nice little treat for us to decide what voice he's going to have. Good for him though, getting to have so much fun in his job. Yeah, like just getting to do those voices. Some actors don't get to do that. Yeah, and you know what? He's good at them. So good for him. Tom Hardy, official friend of the show. Yeah, him and Brendan Fraser. If they were to remake The Ambulance, who would you want as coked up Eric Roberts? Man, that's a really good question. Oh, wait. Uh, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Let's just do Tom Hardy. <laughs> or, you know who could do a good coked out performance? Um, Christian Bale. Could... Christian Bale could do it. He might be a little too old now, though. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm trying to think of younger actors who have 
who have the fearlessness that an Eric Roberts would have. <laughs> um, I would say Jesse Eisenberg, just because he's like a creep, and I feel like he can fall in love with a girl. You know like what? That's minutes. a fantastic choice. Also, I much bl- I believe him as a Marvel Comics artist more than I would <laughs> Eric Roberts. Right? <laughs> that would work. That's really good. I like that a lot. Jesse Eisenberg, good call. And Eric Braden can play the doctor again because he's still going strong, young and the restless. He is. <laughs> I would get uh, Cole Sprouse for Detective Jughead. <laughs> Could play Cheryl. Um, somebody actually Asian, maybe. <laughs> That'd be great. That might be important. Yeah. Um, anybody else have any other notes? We hit a lot of points. Like the the big things in this movie definitely stood out like it's it's not like there were talking points that were subtle oh yeah it's it's big and bold other than the fact that those those cops killed that lady that was a good call they totally killed that lady that's that was on my mind for the rest of the movie i don't remember the rest of the movie because i was just like they you you killed the cops absolutely killed that woman i would listen to a true crime podcast about people trying to solve that case like if it were like these days, it's like an M- NPR podcast. Like back in 1990, a man said an ambulance was kidnapping people, but the NYPD used that as an excuse to cover up one of the most heinous unsolved murders that New York has ever seen. <laughs> he knew it was dangerous. They, you, you killed a woman. Why else would they be there around the dead body? Welcome to a very leafy murder. And then it shows like, oh, uh, yeah, I think he did it. Oh, there's no way he did it. Well, maybe he did do it. It's like little clip sound bites. <laughs> any other notes? I'm good. Angel, do you have any other questions? Because you said you had like so many questions for Michael in your notes. Did we hit them all? I think we did. I just want to know why there was no, why there wasn't a lot of hospital. I wanted more hospital. Like what they were actually doing to the diabetics? Yeah. Yeah. I thought there's. Yeah, I wanted there to see been that <laughs> with the doctor, just because I really, yep. Right? He was so well. Nice. He wasn't nice, <laughs> but <laughs> no, he was. He was nice. He was like the most honest person in there. Like he did torture Red Button, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I read in the trivia that this movie, one of the things they were going for was to make the ordinary terrifying. Did this movie make you scared of ambulances? Um. No, but I thought it did a good job of of showing how, even in broad daylight, everybody else thinks an ambulance isn't normal, but is a good thing. And if, like, it, it definitely made me feel Eric Roberts' uh, paranoia, because he knew it was dangerous, but obviously no one else would think an ambulance picking up an insane coked-out dude was out of the norm. So I thought it did a good job of showing it it didn't make me afraid of it but i definitely understood how creepy it would be for eric roberts to be um to be chased by an ambulance when nobody else would find an ambulance terrifying but no i wasn't scared of ambulances <laughs> if that was your question <laughs> okay because they have drugs <laughs>
the cops killed that woman. That'll be that'll be the new merch for the yeah. show. Hashtag cops did it. Cops did wow. It. No. <laughs> That's a very, <laughs> very <laughs> It's a very yeah anti authority. Fuck the police. <laughs> What? Yeah, we show up to protest with that, and they're like, "Well, what are you protesting? The the guy who got shot when he was in the car with his kids? No, his character from the ambulance who uh, was found in some leaves. I think the cops did it." Kermit and Fozzie. Michael, tell me you're still recording. Uh, I'm still oh, recording. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> All right, I I'm gonna stop it now, though. I'm stopping my recording now.